You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network for Friday, April 30th, end of the work week. For those of you doing the 9 to 5 office jobs uh, and the weekend on the horizon, I'm Ian Cameron. Uh, Jimmy Murphy will be along momentarily as we get ready for the Friday uh, NHL card. Uh, A very short card tonight, just four games on tap uh, in NHL action tonight. Uh, We'll break them all down for you here, as always, on the Ice Guys show. It's been a really good last few days uh, for me in the NHL. 20 and 10, 67% for me the last three days uh, in NHL action. The best bets are really starting to heat up on the Ice Guys show. Uh, for the really for the entire crew, but for, in particular, yours truly six and one uh, with the last seven best bets on the Ice Guys show. So uh, definitely uh, looking forward to trying to keep that run going uh, moving forward to tonight and certainly tomorrow as well. Uh, before we get to um, uh, the uh, Friday card, let's look back on what we saw last night uh, in the NHL. It was a busy Thursday night. Uh, in NHL action, a lot of interesting games across the board. The Pittsburgh Penguins uh, defeat the Washington Capitals in overtime. Good bounce back victory uh, for the Penguins in that game. Uh, Washington tying the game late uh, 4-4, and then the Penguins needing overtime to escape with the victory there. Florida Panthers take care of business against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Spencer Knight solid in net. Even the goals that Chicago did score, hard to fault him. Uh, for many of them uh, at all, uh, and he was definitely uh, able to uh, keep the uh, good vibes going for the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, Jimmy's a believer in Spencer Knight, as he said. I am as well. I think this guy's going to have a terrific NHL career ahead of him, uh, and he was once again very strong in net last night uh, for the Florida Panthers and their victory. Uh, The Dallas Stars, uh, lots to play for. 
but they can't get over the hump when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've had a brutal time of it head-to-head against the Lightning this season. Of course, we know what Tampa Bay did against Dallas last year as well uh, in the Stanley Cup final, uh, and the woes continued last night for the uh, Dallas Stars uh, against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in the uh, loss for the Stars against the Lightning as their playoff hopes take a hit as they try to uh, track down Nashville uh, for the final playoff spot uh, in the Central Division. Uh, The Leafs took care of business against the uh, Vancouver Canucks, who are really running on fumes at this point, physically, emotionally, mentally. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks seem to be just have hit a wall. They've run out of gas. They're certainly not going to make the playoffs now. Uh, there was just that little glimmer of hope that they had maybe to get back into the race, uh, specifically after they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in those back-to-back games when they uh, got back into action following the uh, COVID-19 pause. But uh, those issues are certainly going away uh, from uh, or those uh, opportunities to make the playoffs are certainly dissipating for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, the Leafs end up uh, beating them four to one uh, last night. The Devils uh, in Philly, a disappointing season. Fascinating stat: the Philadelphia Flyers have now alternated making and missing the playoffs the last ten years. They've made the playoffs, then they've missed the playoffs, make the playoffs, missed the playoffs. That has been the pattern uh, here for uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, and it continued. Uh, this season. They made the playoffs, of course, last year, and now they're missing the playoffs once again uh, this season. So uh, tough year for the Flyers continued last night. Uh, another loss for them. Carolina survived a tough effort from Detroit. Boston survived a tough effort from Buffalo in, in two games where the with the two minus 300 favorites last night on the board. Uh, good efforts by both the Sabres and the Red Wings, but they fall short, losing to Boston and Carolina, respectively, uh, last night uh, in those games. And the Calgary Flames say it ain't so. They're not totally dead just yet. Uh, they get the win in the Battle of Alberta uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. An outstanding performance and goal from Jacob Markstrom. Uh, he was r- largely the difference, particularly in the third period. He had a ter- terrific game for the Flames and a bounce back for them after dropping the third and final game that they played head-to-head against the Montreal Canadiens after winning the last two. Look, Calgary's not totally out of it yet. Yet the math is against them, the schedule's against them, and they're still four points behind Montreal, and Montreal still has one game in hand uh, on the Calgary Flames. But never say never. You know, it's uh, the onus is on Montreal uh, to get their shit together and find a way to not let this get away from them. Again, that they are still in the catbird seat here. They are still very much in the driver's seat. They've got the schedule on their side. Uh, they still are up by four points on Calgary with the game in hand, but you got to make the most of those games. you still got to win those games, which is the perfect segue into our first game on this Friday uh, NHL card. We've got the Winnipeg Jets taking on those Montreal uh, Canadiens tonight uh, in NHL action. Uh, current price here has the uh, Montreal Canadiens, right around even money actually, pretty much, minus 110 uh, here on both sides. Total five and a half here, uh, shaded to the under uh, in this game. Uh, it's a really, really, really tricky game. I can't honestly say that I have a strong opinion on it. I'm probably going to pass uh, on this game Um Winnipeg continues to struggle. Offensively is where they've really hit the skids. We think of the Jets, you know, with Wheeler and Shifley and Connor uh, and so many uh, offensive game breakers. Dubois is supposed to be one for the Winnipeg Jets, but he's really had a struggle in recent games. He's just not been the noticeable factor 
than I think the Winnipeg Jets would like him to be. Uh, and that's certainly been an issue right now for the uh, Jets uh, going into uh, this game against Montreal. Their offense has completely dissipated. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, who's just about to join us here in just a second, said the same thing as well. You know, and we talked about it with Winnipeg the last time they played. You know, that Nikolai Ehlers is an impact injury. He's been one of their best forwards this year. He's not returning for the rest of the regular season. Uh, and there's definitely uh, concerns uh, with Winnipeg offensively. And you've seen it now. Really, you saw it in the two Toronto games. And you saw it in the two losses to Edmonton this week as well. That the offense is really having a tough time finding the back of the net right now for the Jets. And that's not usually their issue. On the flip side, Montreal can't score consistently right now. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens continue to almost back their way uh, into the playoffs. I mean, they've had so many opportunities to put Calgary away. Predictably, we should have known after the big win against Calgary. It's why I like Toronto in regulation the other night against the Canadians. And Jimmy liked the puck line. That was his best bet that night, Toronto puck line uh, against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. We know Montreal coughs it up, spits the bit uh, after a, a, a big win and a big game. That's been their MO lately. They can't put two good performances together. They had the big win against Calgary, and they were terrible. Uh, the next time out against the Leafs. So maybe now they bounce back. They have been better off a loss than they've been off a win. Winnipeg is kind of ripe for the picking right now. Connor Hellebuck's been average in net recently. Jake Allen will be in net for Montreal, and he's been the one saving grace. Him, Tyler Toffoli, and Josh Anderson have been the three guys carrying it for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Cole Caulfield, I don't think he played as well against Toronto as he did against Calgary. I thought he was far more noticeable in the game against the Flames, but Maybe that's because, again, Toronto, you're playing a tougher team than Calgary. And I thought the Leafs did a good job on Cole Caulfield in that game. So, look, he's a smaller guy. He's just coming straight out of college. Give him some time. You know he's going to need a few games maybe to get used to the uh, NHL level and really the size and, and and how you know players can lean on you at the NHL level. It's a lot different than what you were facing at the college level. So Caulfield's going to be fine. You know, uh, just give him time. He's thrown into a situation where there's so much expectations on him because you, uh, to be the savior for a team that can't put the puck in the net, you know, outside of a couple guys, th those being Toffoli uh, and Anderson. They're the only guys given uh, Montreal a consistent offense right now. So it's a tricky game all around. I don't trust Montreal, but Winnipeg's in a bit of a free fall. I think they're in a spot, spot right now, and Paul Maurice is hinting at it. They're just trying to get the regular season over with and move on to the playoffs. I don't think finishing second or third is much of a, a factor for them. I don't think it's a, a big time, you know, incentive for them to get home ice over Edmonton. I think they're just thinking, let's get to the playoffs. So it's trust tough for me to back either of these teams right now, maybe lean under. Cause again, you've got two teams that right now are offensively challenged in terms of their current form uh, of putting the puck in the net. Jimmy, uh, what do you think here? Winnipeg what I think is pretty much everything you're saying right now. I mean, I, I've made a promise and I'll keep it. I'm not betting on the Montreal Canadiens again. And frankly, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I really don't. I, I think that this Canadian, you know, I'll eat crow because I had them going to the Stanley Cup final. That's how dumb I was. But, uh, you know, they just they don't look like they want it. That's that's the problem right now. And they think that it's going to come to them and they think that they can just show up when they want. And look, I've said it here before. We do have to keep in mind all the the mental issues that all these NHL players and pro athletes are dealing with in general during the pandemic right now. I get it. And, and that is well-respected, but there are times where you got to call a spade a spade. And this is a team that's just not interested in building any momentum game to game. So I can't go near them right now. And I think it's just what the doctor ordered for the Winnipeg Jets. 
Give me the Jets on the money line. All right, liking the uh, Winnipeg Jets here, right around even money. Uh, as much as they're struggling, uh, and Montreal certainly needs the points a lot more than Winnipeg because they're trying to fend off Calgary right now. Jimmy says, can't trust the Habs right now, like in Winnipeg here uh, at even money to get the job done uh, in this one. Uh, all right, uh, next game here on this uh, slate. By the way, you're right. I didn't recap St. Louis, Minnesota. Look, some team, Minnesota's a good team. Sorry, Terry Edelman out there, uh, if, you, if you're hearing this. Minnesota's a good team. They'll be fine. But some teams you just have a hard time matching up against. In the, and there's always that one team that kind of owns you a little bit, and that is the St. Louis Blues. Uh, for the Minnesota Wild. They've had a really tough time with the Blues this season, and they had a tough time with them again last night. They almost rallied to steal that game, came back from a deficit to force overtime, but Ryan O'Reilly is just a man possessed right now uh, for the St. Louis Blues. The way he has played and led as the captain of this team the last couple of weeks, he's been absolutely dominant on the ice, both ends of the ice, and he scores the game winner last night to give the, uh, the St. Louis Blues the overtime win. So, Minnesota's fine. They've just had a tough time uh, against the uh, St. Louis Blues this season head-to-head. A good win for St. Louis, and boy, that was a kick in the teeth for Arizona, who continue, and we'll get to Arizona because they're playing Vegas tonight. Uh, they continue to be just about ready to fall out of this playoff race. It certainly looks like advantage St. Louis. They're now up five points on Arizona with still two games in hand, uh, so things are looking bleak in the desert. Uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, San Jose and Colorado. We've got Colorado minus 315 home favorites here in this game. Uh, the total uh, in this one currently uh, sitting at uh, six and a half, uh, shaded to the over. Uh, Colorado, of course, all of a sudden slumping a little bit uh, and having a bit of a difficult uh, week, if you will. Uh, no question. They lose to the Vegas Golden Knights in that big showdown uh, a couple nights ago, and they fall further back to Vegas in that battle for first place. They actually have to worry about Minnesota, you know, maybe tracking down Colorado for second uh, in that division. But Colorado getting a lot of reinforcements tonight uh, for this game uh, against the uh, San Jose Sharks. We talked about how Grubauer had been out. He's back tonight. He's starting in net. Talked about how Miko Rantanen uh, had been out the last few games uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, he's expected to return to the lineup tonight for the Avalanche. So uh, they're just about getting all hands back on deck tonight. Uh, for this game. Sod's still out, but uh, they still get Rantanen back. They get uh, Philip Grubauer, clearly their best goalie back. And after dealing with Johansson and Dubnik, you know, for the last few games, I think the Avalanche and their fan base are going to welcome uh, Philip Grubauer back uh, with open arms tonight. No question uh, about that. He's having a very good season. Look, look, let's give San Jose credit. I mean, you could say it was Arizona playing poorly just as much as San Jose playing well, but you know, you look at it, and Donskoy as well. Yep, he's back as well for Colorado. But give San Jose credit. You know, that was an Arizona team they faced in back-to-back games that desperately needed those wins, needed those points to stay in contact with St. Louis uh, for that final playoff spot. And San Jose was ready to play at the beginning of these games, and Arizona wasn't. I mean, it was bad starts, horrendous first periods in both games for Arizona that dug them a hole uh, in those games. Uh, and uh, San Jose took advantage of it. Um, I think Colorado, though, coming into this game with the multiple losses in a row, getting key uh, artillery back uh, in the lineup tonight going into this game, uh, I think they jump on this uh, Colorado-San t- uh, Jose team tonight and are fired up from the get-go. I think they know they need to stop the bleeding. Three-game three, three l- game losing streaks haven't happened 
uh, very often out of the Colorado Avalanche this season. They're on one right now. I think they come out of the gate storming tonight. I'm on three different bets here tonight, all of them on Colorado. So this is either going to end well or going to be an absolute unmitigated disaster tonight. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but in this one, uh, I am on Colorado, first period, even money, minus a half goal. That's around plus 100, Colorado, even money. I'm on Colorado puck line, minus one and a half in this game, uh, which is around minus 135 with the uh, avalanche on the puck line. And I'm also on Colorado's team total uh, in this game, over three and a half, minus 150. So there we go. Colorado, three different ways. First period, puck line, minus a half goal, plus 100. Full game puck line, minus one and a half, minus 135. And Colorado team total over three and a half, uh, minus 150. I think it's got a chance to go 3-0 and because I think they can get to four goals here. I don't want to worry about the full game over because maybe San Jose against an angry Colorado team gets shut down a little bit, especially with Grubauer back. Uh, but I like those Colorado bets. I think this is a game they don't take the Sharks lightly. They need to get back in the win column after three straight losses. They got Donskoy, Rantanen, uh, Grubauer uh, all back on the ice and, and in this game. So I like Colorado with each of those three bets. Hopefully it turns out well. well. The last thing I need to see tonight is 4-2 San Jose. Uh, please don't give me that. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Sharks and Avs. I'm with you. I mean, I, I think the the Yaz roll right now, they're due. And like you said, they don't lose too many in a row, and they know that. And they, they're they're not one of these teams like Montreal who's you know, who's gonna take anything for granted. They're gonna go out there, they're gonna say enough of this, and, and they're gonna put their foot down. And I would love to take them in a the game. I mean, maybe I'll do it in a parlay uh on the side there, but I can't there's just not the value is just horrible there. So I'm gonna go with you on that first period puck line. I like that a lot. All right, exactly. It's three losses in a row. I You can't, like, I thought this about Arizona, that they'd come out fast and strong on San Jose, and they didn't. But this is not Arizona. This is Colorado. This is a much better team. They're off three losses in a row. They're going to be adrenaline flowing with, you know, some key contributors back in the lineup from their COVID uh, reserve list, uh, coming off the COVID reserve list and back on the ice. So a fast start is what I expect from the uh, Colorado Avalanche, no doubt. Uh, L.A. Kings, Anaheim Ducks, uh, next game on this uh, Friday night slate. Uh, I'm sick of seeing these two teams play each other. Man, again, they're playing each other. This time in Anaheim, uh, we've got uh, L.A. around a minus 125 road favorite here, total five and a half. I actually am going to take a little stab on the over here at a plus money. It's around even money, plus 105, the over in this game. Look, Zegras has been called up back to the Ducks again. I know this team can't score a lick right now, Anaheim, but he's got to help. And the last time they brought Zegras up to the Ducks, he was basically a guy that got their offense going a little bit. They started to open the game up a little bit. They were a little more aggressive and assertive offensively the last time he got a stint with this team. And I think we could see more of the same with that tonight as they take on this L.A. Kings team tonight. On the flip side, the L.A. Kings are have been able to score against this Anaheim team. It is going to be John Gibson in net tonight. But you actually look at it. John Gibson's given up four goals or more in four of his last five starts. So he, he hasn't been necessarily sharp. He hasn't been playing every other day lately. He's had these maintenance days. He's had these rest days. He's had these little bumps and bruises, and they've given Anthony Stolarz some starts in net for Anaheim. So he doesn't. he's not on that rhythm right now. He's not in that playing rhythm. 
uh, every other day, Gibson, right now. And as I said, he's given up four goals or more in all but one of his last five starts. So uh, to me, if L.A. can get you the four goals that Gibson's been given up recently, I think with Zegers in the lineup, it's a little infusion offensively for Anaheim against this Kings team tonight. So at a plus price, I took a shot over five and a half here with the uh, Kings and the Ducks. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? L.A. Anaheim. Yeah, I think you make a lot of sense there, too. I might even go um, on this one with the, with the Ducks uh, team total over as well. I think that I think that you're right. They're due for some goals here. And look, it's not the most delicious game, so to speak, but it is what it is. And I, I think, you know, Vegas right now is rolling, so you know they're going to score. So I think that's a good call. I'll go with you on the over there, and I'm going to do the team total Anaheim as well uh, to sneak in there as well. Yeah, you're definitely going to get – and because Anaheim's had a tough time finding the back of the net, you're going to get a great price on the Anaheim team total. Only two and a half uh, with the Anaheim team total, minus 115. See, there you go. Yeah, be a really good price on the uh, Anaheim Ducks team total uh, just to get to three goals, and it's really uh, around even money uh, right now. Uh, good question in the chat from Claudio yeah. uh, in the chat here. I just saw it there. It's worth – who wins a seven-game series between Colorado and Vegas if both are healthy? If both are healthy, I'm, I can't backtrack now. I still say Colorado wins if they're fully healthy. But, boy, you can't deny how Vegas is this freight train that can't be stopped right now. They have been outstanding. However, yeah. keep in mind the other night, as good as they've played against Colorado, Colorado, again, coming off the COVID pause, they still had Grubauer out. Let's see with Grubauer in there, Branton and healthy. All hands on deck what happens in Colorado versus Vegas because it's been a very, very good, tight series between those two. It will be a, it would be a great series. If we don't get Colorado-Vegas here in the playoffs, I'll be disappointed because that's going to be a that would be a phenomenal series if it happens. I still have to stick to my guns with Colorado. It, Colorado in seven. You're right. Uh, you said who wins yeah. the seven-game series. I think it would go the distance, but I think Colorado would pull it out uh, as long as particularly Grubauer is healthy. Because if Grubauer is gone, and we saw him get injured last year in the bubble during the playoffs against mm -hmm. Dallas, we've seen him in and out this year. If he's not in there, and you're relying on Jonas Johansson and Devin Dubnik to pull you through a series against the Golden Knights, they won't win. They just will not win. Grubauer's got to be healthy. If he is, because Claudio, to your question, you're saying if both are healthy, which means based on your question, we're going to assume Grubauer's healthy, each of these teams is all hands on deck, then I'm going to stick with Colorado in seven. What do you think, Jimmy? I mean, Claudio, great question there, and I, I agree with both of you. It would be a hell of a series. But here's my big question there, Claudio. Claudio what, when is anyone healthy right now? <laughs> Who's ever 100% healthy these days? So I don't think we can bank on that. I think one way or another, somebody's going to have COVID or somebody's going to be hurt. No, neither somebody will have some bumps, and, and some team will be shorthanded. But either way, it's still going to be a hell of a series. The one thing I'd say that Vegas right now, and yes, Grubauer will make a difference in being back, but I look between the pipes on the other team there, and I look at Marc-Andre Fleury right now, who I don't know about you. I get the feeling he's on a mission right now, and if he wins, if they win the cup, that's it. I kind of feel like he's got that in the back of his head, like this is probably my final shot. And – I'd be worried about that if I'm playing the Vegas Golden Knights right now because we've seen what he can do in the playoffs. We know he can win Stanley Cups. Um, I don't know. I, that's a tough toss-up. You're gonna, I'm gonna have to think about that for the next few weeks. 
until our next couple of weeks until we get to the playoffs? I can't really answer that question right now. I think that's probably the biggest toss up question as we head down the stretch run here. Yeah. I, so again, assuming full health, I'm sticking with Colorado. Look, we mm. saw it in the outdoor game, and that's where that where I think the difference is. As good as I like this Vegas blue line, and there's a lot to like. I really like the blue line for the Vegas. Obviously, they upgraded it with uh, Petrangelo, Shea Theodore's outstanding, Braden McNabb solid. Uh, Alec Martinez has won a Stanley Cup or two with LA. Great experience there. Excellent blue line, very deep, but. You've still got game breakers that when they're all fully healthy, they got the top line intact, Colorado. And we saw it in the outdoor game, Nate McKinnon, one-on-one against Alex Petrangelo. Who won that battle? Nate McKinnon did. And you hear Alex Petrangelo with that famous audio soundbite during that game saying, whoa, shit, or whoops, uh-oh. And you hear him go, yeah, that's what he did. He went, uh-oh. And that's the thing. There's game-breaking offensive talent for Colorado that I think Vegas doesn't have quite as much of. Stone and Pacioretty are more straight line, you know, cycle the puck, forecheck, and work that way. Straight line, get down the ice, rush chance, threat at any moment. You've got mm-hmm. that with Nate McKinnon. Uh, and I think that could send uh, end up coming to the forefront that, at some point. But, man, it is a – on paper, it is such a close, competitive, yeah. exciting series. I'm uh, My mouth is literally, as we're talking about this the last few minutes, salivating at the potential of seeing this. Well, I'm just thinking about this as you're talking there, Ian. Another, but an edge I would give Colorado. Maybe I'll give the edge in goaltending uh, to Vegas. But I, I don't know. Could you argue that center depth in the playoffs and in general is more important than goaltending? I mean, that sounds crazy, right? We always talk about goalies uh, going on a hot run in the playoffs and stealing a series. And, yes, I don't know. But when you look at – I guess that's the two components you have to have, right? You have to basically all together. you got to just be strong up the middle. And when I look at the center depth – on the Colorado Avalanche versus the Vegas Golden Knights, hands down, Colorado's got the edge. And, and that could be a big difference as well there as we go on. And Vegas has had some injuries with some of their centers. Um, but when you look at them up the middle, don't Nazem Kadri is a guy, too, that I would keep an eye on. Because I'll tell you something. If he wasn't on such a soft Toronto Maple Leafs team all those years against the Boston Bruins – they probably beat the Bruins because of him. I mean, he was factoring. I know he got suspended. He was he crossed the line and he was dumb at times. But I'd take him on my team any day, man. And that's the type of guy you want in the playoffs. A good two-way center like that that can change the momentum of a game, that can get under the skin of somebody. Who does Vegas have? Who's who's that guy on Vegas? I don't know. I think Colorado's absolutely got the edge. One, two, three, four, sent down the middle at uh, the center yeah. ice position. They do. But the gap is not as wide as it used to be because of the emergence of Chandler Stevenson lately. Yeah. Uh, for the Vegas Great Golden Knights. Like, He's been awesome. That. He's yeah. been excellent. And now all of a sudden, you found a depth center on this Golden Knights team that's playing a very high level right now. Both ends of the yeah. ice, both sides of the puck. Scoring, responsible at the other end, and you know, relentless on the puck pursuit. Yeah, he's his game's out is is in great form right now, Chandler Stevenson, and it is a welcome sight because again, if you're going to beat Colorado, you got to be able to match up down the middle at that center ice spot when they're throwing out McKinnon and Kadri and Jost and Belmar, who's a damn good fourth line center, you know, and former Vegas Golden Knight. They know all about him, yeah. um, and now they got Stevenson emerging. So I think now that formerly a massive edge for Colorado is now maybe just a, a, a bit of an edge for yeah. them at the center ice spot, as long as Stevenson keeps playing this way. And then you look at their D. I mean, I know you, you made great points. I think 
when I when I think of uh, Vegas's D, I think of more. They can move the puck. Don't get me wrong; they've got some great puck movers. Yeah. But when I think of the Colorado defense and how if those forwards some nights don't have it, they can just become the forwards essentially, like a Cal McCarr. I mean, he he's a huge X factor to have. I think going in in a playoff series. I mean, if you think about across the league, guys that you would immediately in your brain when you think of them, you'd say that's a, he's an X-factor type guy. How many of those does Vegas have? How many of those does Colorado have? And I think Cal McCarr almost counts for two of those, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but we're still waiting on Bowen Byram uh, to return again for Colorado. Yeah. Wait till they have both of those guys in the line uh, on that blue line at the same. And Eric Johnson, you know, what if he comes back at some point? It's a little sketchy yeah. with him because he's it, one of those guys that yeah, don't sleep on Graves, man. That guy yep. can eat up a ton of minutes. And what do you look at all the teams that win the Stanley Cups? I mean, I think back to some of the teams I covered, right? And yeah, everyone would talk about Zanino Char on the on the Bruins blue, blue line, but. They don't win the cup or make it in 2013 without Johnny Boychuk. I mean, he was just invaluable, almost more valuable than Char, I thought, at times in that playoffs because he could eat up those minutes, and, and he took took attention away from Char. So though, there's so many intangibles we'd have to study before we can give a legit answer to this question. But I, I'm with you, Ian. I, w- I would give a slight, slight, slight edge to Colorado right now. And let's not forget the last time, and it's been a while, but the last time Colorado had all hands on deck, everybody was relatively healthy on the roster, defense and forwards and Grubauer. They were not just beating teams. They were whipping teams. They were yeah. crushing them and expected goals margin every game, high danger chances. They were dominant. They had the puck all the time. If they can get everybody healthy, look, can they get back to that level is always the question. But the last time they were fully healthy, that's the level that the Colorado Avalanche were playing at. And if they get back to that level – not uh, yeah. only is Vegas not beating them, I don't know who is beating them if they get yeah. down to that level. I mean, you got to think it's one of them that goes to the final. You have yeah. to. But, you know, I'm looking uh Poe Buddy's Nerfic here. Nice name. Don't <laughs> make me laugh better than Char when he's talking about Boychuk there. I don't know about that, but Boychuk was great. Yeah, Johnny Boychuk had a, a very, very solid career uh, on that back end. There's no question. We'll talk about shoot a pot. Yeah. Yeah. Take your head off with it. I feel like he was undrafted. I might be wrong. If he was, it was pretty late. I think he was either late round or – Was it the Colorado Avalanche? I don't know. i got to check this. Yeah, that's it. We'll let Jimmy check that. It was. Ironically, the Colorado Avalanche as we talk about them. So there you go. See, it just made sense there that uh, Johnny Boychuk got brought up as we talk about the uh, There we go. Maybe that's a sign we have to take Colorado now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, Now it's like almost kismet here. Uh, Colorado's got to be uh, winning this series against Vegas uh, if indeed it happens. But yeah, I'm just hoping nobody gets knocked off. Please, no stunning upsets early in the playoffs. I can't see yeah. it. Give me this Colorado Vegas series because it would be outstanding. Uh, no and I got to ask uh, before we go here, Ian, like uh, you tell me or one of, one of our viewers here, uh, what do we got? Who's a good long shot for the Kentucky Derby? Because I know absolutely nothing about horse racing. Um, someone that knows horses a lot more than I do. And I don't know what the number of the horse is, but I know the name of the red hot. Charlie is the okay. name of the horse. That's what I'm hearing that, that that's, a di- I think it's around an eight to one or a nine to one. Nice. Uh, it's not the favorite, but it's like a mid range, mid mid range horse in that uh, Kentucky Derby. That's what I've been told. Again, I can't tell you anything more than that, but they said there's a value on hot, red hot Charlie, uh, red hot Charlie. in the, uh, Kentucky Derby at around nine to one. So there you go. 
that's why we need uh, Eddie. We, we, we need an Eddie Olchuk on the show at this time. <laughs> Give us a little bit of uh, intel with that. I, I had a fit. Does it, Alex doesn't do horse racing, does he? Hot Rod Charlie. Did I hot say Hot Rod right? Charlie? Hot Charlie. There you go. Hot Rod Charlie. Okay. Let's see Red Hot Charlie. Hot Rod Charlie. There he is. There yeah, go. you can get him. It's Charlie is in the name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hot Rod Charlie. I like there it. All right. Good stuff. All right. Final game. Uh, Vegas Golden. Speaking of the Vegas Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights, Arizona Coyotes. Vegas minus two oh five, minus two ten road favorites here uh, in this one. The total five and a half. Uh, pretty much even money here in this game. Uh, I, I'm just sticking with it because it keeps working. Vegas over the total. I mean, they're scoring four plus goals uh, routinely right now. Arizona has been giving up goals in bunches early in games. They talked about a better start the last time against San Jose, and they still had a terrible start. So you can only keep talking and talking and talking about how you're going to start better and be ready to go from the opening faceoff until you actually do it. You know, no one's going to believe you anymore. I mean, they said, do we have to get off to a better start in the first loss to San Jose? They did the same damn thing uh, in the second game. Terrible start to the game, fell behind quick, fell behind early. Um, and that's why I think that's going to help the over because, you know, Arizona has been susceptible to giving up goals early in games that could, and if they're doing that to San Jose, Vegas can certainly strike quickly and yeah. strike early right now. Uh, Pacioretty and Stone are just an incredible form offensively right now uh, for this team. Alex Tuck's been good. As I mentioned, Stevenson's really stepped up for them. Darcy Kemper, he's really taken a step back the last two games against San Jose. He just hasn't been, uh, a consistent force in between the pipes for Arizona since returning from that injury. He's had some good starts. He's had some not-so-good starts. I don't think he'll be in net tonight. Last I checked, it looks like they're going to potentially rest him and go with uh, Aiden Hill. Yes, confirmed that Aiden Hill's in net tonight for uh, Arizona. May not hurt at this point, but still, I don't think Aiden Hill's going to shut down this Vegas team. Vegas has scored four goals or more routinely in almost every game uh, as of late. Uh, Vegas, on the other hand... Because Arizona's so desperate and they could be trailing, they're going to have to open up because they need the points. They can't sit back. They need the points. They need the win. So if they're trailing in this game and they have another slow start, that's going to open up the game even more. So I like the over. I'm staying off the side. It's I can't trust Arizona anymore after losing two in a row to San Jose, and I'm not getting in front of this red-hot Golden Knights team. So I'm not betting that side either way, uh, but I do like over five and a half here. Uh, minus 110 with the Golden Knights and the Coyotes. Jimmy, what's your thoughts here, Vegas and Arizona? Well, I know you guys have been waiting for it. Jimmy Puckline, baby, on the Vegas Golden Knights. There we go. Had to have it uh, at one <laughs> game in this one. You're right. I mean, even though, look, at this is the must-win thing for Arizona, but it was well, must It's been win a must-win. Two in a row. Yep. Yeah, how, how many, how many must-wins are you going to lose until you don't win them? I mean, yep. it's, they're going to run out of runway here soon. I mean, and they just, I don't know. I mean, you see some of the quotes coming out of Arizona. I don't know if you guys saw that post-game quote from uh, from Oliver ekman Larson, the, the captain. Oh, he was brutal the other night. He oh, seemed terrible defeated. turnovers, bad penalties. I mean, I respect his accountability, Ian, but I don't want to hear my captain saying, I'm lost. Like, what do you mean? What do you, you don't say that. What's wrong with you? So, he, I mean, if, he, if he's saying that and he's playing that way right now, that trickles down. He's the captain, and they just seem like a team right now. I, look, I love what they did this year. I think they, I think there is a good future there in Arizona, but they just seem like a team that just doesn't have that, I don't know what the word would be, that moxie uh, to get that must win when they need it. Exactly. That's a, that's a 
That's a horrible, that ain't a bet on quote. When you hear something like that, the captain, the leader of the team saying I'm lost. You know what Shaq O'Neal says on the inside the NBA all the time? If the general leads, the troops will follow. That's not yeah. a general leading when they say something like exactly. that. They're going to fall right over a cliff. Yeah, that's whew, that's rough uh, to hear that kind of statement. And he's right, but you just don't say it. I mean, uh, Oliver Ekman yeah. Larson was certainly lost. He's the, hey, I had a bad game and everything, but yeah, I don't know. Not good when a team is, is and, and plus, you know, they they take a, they didn't even play last night, and their playoff hopes got worse with St. Yeah, Louis yeah. winning. They're now five points back, and St. Louis still has two games in hand. So not only is St. Louis up five points on Arizona for that final spot, they've also got two games in hand still uh, on Arizona. It's hard to find. There's just not enough games left for Arizona to make up that kind of ground uh, at this point. And uh, look, Vegas is on a roll. So I can't fault Jimmy Puckline for bringing it out here in this game. Vegas minus one and a half, uh, plus 125 for Jimmy Murphy. All right. That is the Friday card. Thanks to everyone uh, for tuning in. A reminder, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball daily. Great time of year with many different sports going on to sign up for DraftKings. Uh, Make sure uh, when you download the app uh, and sign up for an account, you get weekly deposits or weekly bonuses, weekly incentives, uh, weekly specials, deposit bonus on your first deposit, uh, all that and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. It is time for best bets. Before we get to those, though, we've got an exciting weekend on tap for the Ice Guys. Uh, Saturday and Sunday special guests. Sunday, this is the, the non-special. Well, I shouldn't say that. He's not going to come on again. But Devin Didio, Medi, Deeds will be on Sunday uh, with me on the show uh, as well, uh, breaking down the sun, uh, Sunday NHL card. But tomorrow on the Saturday edition, you know her very well. She's a loyal viewer. She knows her hockey. And we are excited to bring Melissa Cunningham on the Ice Guys show Saturday, noon Eastern, as a special guest, breaking down the NHL card uh, with me uh, on Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We need a little female infusion on the Ice Guys show. It's going to be the Ice Gals or whatever you want to call it for Saturday as well. Uh, Guys and gal, the Ice Guys and gal. You have more Irish either. There's nothing wrong with that. So, Yes. Uh, exactly. But Melissa Cunningham uh, is a big hockey fan. She's going to tell us a little bit about how she got the love for hockey, the hockey bug, how she got into betting it. And she's going to break down. And I didn't make it easy on her. And we were uh, talking back and forth like you, you decided to bring me on the show with a 15 game Saturday card. Yeah, we're going to put you to work, Melissa. That's the way it works around here. It's a player tryout for the men and for the women. <laughs> you know, you got to show what you're made of. You got to show you can handle it and pass the player I, tryout. I, I believe she can. I think she can. Absolutely. Uh, We've got the faith. Absolutely. So Melissa Cunningham, excited. Uh, She's a loyal viewer and follower of the Ice Guys. She'll be joining me Saturday uh, on the Ice Guys show, uh, breaking down the uh, NHL card. And we might even have our old friend, our old colleague, Alex B. Smith back finally this weekend as well. He's expecting to be uh, on the show again starting this weekend. I might have to peek in during the intermission, uh, the Bruins game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, you guys will be done by then. What am I saying? So I'll watch before the game. Perfect. Yeah. No, we're looking forward to it. So it's an weekend. Cover the game. I'll I'll tune in. I'd love to see it. See ya. Here I am hyping up action packed weekend coming up on the ice guys. And poor Jimmy ain't going to be around for it. Yeah, I don't care. It's great. (laughs) Hey, sometimes I like to be the spectator, man. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Even if you're tied up with the Bruins tomorrow, the the show's archived. You can watch it. I've done that before. 
Yeah. Yesterday when I was sick, I was I was sick as a dog yesterday, and thankfully no COVID. But I was laying in bed listening to the show. All right, great stuff. Yeah, we had our uh, special guest yesterday, Dan Fritchie, did a nice job talking about his hockey past. Uh, broke down the cards. So, uh, yeah, uh, great. It was a good show yesterday. Good show today with you uh, back in the fold. And of course, Jimmy, you'll be back Monday. Uh, after the uh, weekend back on the show and looking forward again to Saturday with uh, Melissa Cunningham, our special guest. We should have Alex B. Smith back and then we'll have Deeds back on the show on Sunday uh, to break down the uh, Sunday card as well. So uh, lots of stuff ahead here on the Ice Guys show. And we thank all of you. Can't do the show without the support and the viewership. We appreciate it. It is time for best bets now for this Friday card. Uh, Jimmy, let's start with you. Where, where are you going for your best bet tonight? I'll tell you what I'm going to go back. I'm going to go with the... Um... One second. Got it right here. I am going to go with Colorado in the first period. All right, Colorado, even money, minus a half goal, plus 100, minus 105 is pretty much the price with that in the first period against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, that is Jimmy Murphy's best bet. Uh, and mine is going to be the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Arizona Coyotes, over five and a half, around minus 110. Uh, the overs have treated us well uh, the last several days. We'll see if we can get another one to the win column here. One of those, of course, best bet overs was Vegas the last time they played against Colorado. Uh, I think we'll get another over here with them tonight, Vegas, Arizona. Uh, over 5.5, minus 110. That'll be my uh, best bet for this Friday NHL uh, card. And, yes, the, and we need more. You know, Kelly Stewart, who is a friend of mine for a long time in the uh, sports betting business, she's been uh, doing it a while. We want to see more females getting into sports betting. We want it. Uh, we're trying to get it, especially if they know what they're talking about. And Melissa does. Kelly Stewart has been around for a long time. We want, you know, just like Cassie Campbell-Pascal, Kendall Coyne-Schofield, A.J. Malesko, and all of these great uh, women that do a great job on the hockey broadcasts now on both sides of the border, Hockey Night in Canada and NBC, they're getting opportunities. We want to give uh, female sports bettors opportunities to showcase their talent, showcase what they've got and their knowledge and their insight and their ability to pick winners uh, on a daily basis. So uh, that's why we bring Melissa on and she loves the show and she watches de uh, very, very devotingly. So uh, that's another reason. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow's show. Make sure you join us noon Eastern. And a reminder again, the Ice Guys is on seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, uh, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live on YouTube, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. You can find the Ice Guys podcast on all those media platforms. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Friday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Saturday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. 